Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. This week, we are talking to Tyler, who had a heartbreaking exit last night. We're very excited to talk to him and get his side of the story. But before we get into everything, we got to do our hot takes. Mike, what you got for us, brother? I got a lot. I got a lot. This this week's episode is definitely hard to watch uh, for multiple reasons. We'll get into it. A quick question for you. I didn't I didn't text this to you prior. This is just off the cuff. Depending on how this plays out for Gabby, do you feel that Gabby and Nate will reunite? Do I think that Gabby and Nate will reunite? Um, no, I don't. I okay. think. Nate is off the show at this point. He is off the show. Um, sure. I've seen him. I've seen some TikToks that have been going around that he's missing her or whatnot. But honestly, I think that Gabby's going to end up with somebody, one of the final three uh, that she went to hometowns with, and I think she'll end up with one of those guys. I, and I think she's still with that person today. That's just my guess. I have no idea. I haven't read the spoilers. I don't know. Have I. I haven't even seen the TikTok that you're mentioning. I personally, I think that Gabby's a catch, and I think that. Whomever she is with, she's still with. Uh, yeah. But I just wanted to ask you that. It, it came to my mind. What's your guess? You like, what's your guess if you had to, out of the Eric. remaining guys? Eric. Eric? Yeah. I feel like they have a, a big-time connection. I mean, last night was so emotional. I thought Gabby handled that so well. Um, you know, obviously her being a, a former ICU nurse. Yeah. Um, you know, I think she was very empathetic, sympathetic with the whole situation. I think she handled herself brilliantly. And just with a lot of a lot of class, and you know, yeah, I think sure. that made her and Eric bond even more. For sure. I'm talking about that. You know, as you personally know, I haven't said on the pod. I was in the hospital with my grandma uh, all of last week, and I just tip my hat off to all of the nurses, everyone that works in the hospital, yes. all the ICU nurses. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I have taken you guys for granted uh, when I'm not in the hospital, and then when you, just, it's just like Eric's dad had mentioned, Eric's mom had mentioned. These nurses take such a emotional toll to, you know, they love on your family as if they're their own family. And so yeah. I yeah. genuinely so much tip my hat off to is your grandma. Nurses. Thank you. Is your grandma okay? Is she out of the hospital? Yeah, I appreciate you asking. All she right. is uh All right. she's not hundred percent, but she's she's doing better. Right, uh, well. but let's get into the hot takes, man. So my hot take for today. Can you be with someone knowing that their parents don't like you? Or you feel that the parents don't like you. I think that's a better word, and I think it's a key word. Uh, I think you can. I think you can. I think, obviously, we saw, I imagine you're relating this, obviously, to the show, Rachel's whole situation with Tino. That was a, a disaster through and through, in my opinion. Um, Wait, be specific. How so? On the parent side, on uh, Tino's side, on you know, Rachel's obviously, side? Obviously, Rachel going in, she experienced a lot of rejection on this season, and you know, she I think she really likes Tino, right? She let Tyler go. She didn't want to meet his family because she wasn't there with him. And basically, she didn't want to happen with Tyler what happened with Tino, right? Like she didn't want all those questions and the, you know, the back and forth with the family when they were really that into each other. Or at least she wasn't into him as much as he was into her. Um, but, yeah, it was a bunch of landmines right? when she walked in. I mean, the the parents were asking 
Difficult questions. Difficult questions, which totally understandable. I'm not yeah. knocking like the premise of the questions or where it's coming from. Obviously, they're concerned about their son, just like my parents were on my hometown and and every other uh, set of parents, you know, in in the history of the Bachelor and Bachelorette. But I, how many times do I go back to tack? I thought it could have been you could have gotten those answers and been serious with her, but at least not been as rude. I I think they were a little harsh with her and uh, they were, I, I don't know. Tino, like, like was Tino oblivious to what was going on? Because after the fact, he's like, they loved you or they adored you. It's like, yeah, that's what bruh. I didn't like. <laughs> it's like, bro, no, they did it. Like, dude, were you not just in there with read me? Read the like, room, homie, read the room. Yeah. And, and like that kind of rubbed me the wrong way about him. It's like, are you just saying all the right things right now like kind of just to get to that next level that's you know then you, then you drop the l-bomb right after that it's like admit that that didn't go as well as it should have but don't worry about it once you pick me which he's very confident that she will he'll she'll win them over you know what i'm saying like obviously it's a very tense situation because there's other suitors in the mix but again i just thought that was a a, a a complete disaster in my in my eyes as far as a hometown but uh, and you could tell in, in Rachel's uh, body language after yeah. the after the fact and what she was telling Tino she's like look I, I don't feel comfortable the way that went and I I could see why but I don't think that that's an end-all be-all like they don't like her I think if they were to get together and they got to know her a little bit better yes I think anything any types of feelings that the family has towards her now could change in the future once they see that their son is happy so I I think at the end of the day, the person that you're going to lay in bed with every single night, that's what's most important. What the family thinks, I think it matters. I think it matters, but I don't think it's everything. You know what I'm I saying? Because agree. at the same time, if the family and the, the spouse are clashing, then that's just going to bring more stress. But that doesn't mean that feelings can change. Feelings can't change. Absolutely. I, I, I think back to... Uh... When it comes to meeting in-laws, right? I, I think back to my season when uh, one of the top fours, that person's family was telling Hannah bad things about that person. Like, I don't think they're ready. I don't think this, I don't think that. I think those are things you absolutely must listen to. Like highlight, underline, listen to those, play those back in your head when you're by yourself. I think when it came to the way Tino's parents were to Rachel, they were harsh, they were. Yeah. I don't think that they hate uh, her or don't like her. That's, I think that's how Rachel took it like kind of what you were alluding to, she has gone through a lot of heartbreak on this season, not necessarily heartbreak, but a lot of rejections. And being the person of in lead, that will 100% get to you. I feel Rachel for that. Yeah. Like sometimes I watch you want to just give her a hug, right? I want to fix her crown for her and polish her shoes. Yeah. But also, absolutely looking at Rachel like my little sister, like, baby, know that you're strong. Like just because they were coming at you harsh doesn't mean that they don't like you, right? And again, yeah. understanding that what she's gone through. Tino. Like, bro, like, read read the room, man. Like, you can't be telling this to the girl that, that you say that you're in love with. But I personally, I don't know how one's feelings are. But saying that you love her right after she just, and I appreciate Rachel for being honest. That was beautiful. That was great. Always got to be honest to your person. Yeah, you have to. Like, to. hey. There was no way. Yeah, I think this is how your parents feel about me. They love you. Like, he could <laughs> he, he could have been like, hey, I know my parents are hard. She could have said anything. Yeah, it's like, look, I, I know that was a little rough. You know, I apologize yeah. on their behalf. But look, at the end of the day, all that matters is how, you know, our connection, Correct. how I feel about you. Her. They'll, outside they'll, of saying I love you. They'll be back, right? Like, they'll be back. They'll redeem themselves, whatever the case may be. You'll see how sweet of, uh, of a pair of people that they are. But, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I just, I just, I just don't think they gave her anything to, like, smile about. It was like, you know, constant, like, this isn't real. They it's didn't, like, but <laughs> but that's that's why I got to cut you. And, and like I am on Rachel's side with this. Yeah. But at the same time, coming from a military family, coming from like I've been publicly saying, my mom has been not the nicest of people that she's <laughs> ladies that I brought home in the past, right? At that same time, it's just how much my mom loves me. Yeah. And how absolutely. much how protective of my mother yeah. is to me. And so, I've met women's dads before. I've met women's moms before. And they've come at me extremely harsh, right? Especially now. <laughs> And so yeah. I don't look at it. I don't take that any way other than, oh, I really appreciate how protective you are of your daughter. Because she's yeah. your gem. She's your joy. And so that's how I look at it completely. Yeah. Tino's ass could have been more, <laughs> hey, you know, more 
or if Kamora's just on her side and just comforting, right? Yeah. Instead of saying yeah. I love you. Yeah, he needed he needed to be the the comfort right there in that situation, saying that they adored her, which clearly she didn't feel whatsoever. Yeah. That, yeah. that was that was a little off to me. So and, and Tatino, if you listen, if you're not. I would love to have you up here, man. Uh, I don't hate yeah, you whatsoever. Let's talk Actually, it out. Like you, you let's mean, talk yeah, it let's out. Just talk it out, man. I'm pretty sure you would probably say the thing, same thing after you watching it back. Yeah. Uh, but that was just a hot take on that aspect. What do you have for us? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I wait. I I I can definitely be with someone uh, that parents didn't like me, or just were being harsh to me. I don't care if their parents said out front that they don't like me. I would still be fine uh, as long as I'm doing everything right, and my girl feels that I'm doing everything right yeah, for her. You'll eventually win them over. Like, look, I don't. Even not, if I don't win them over, though, I, even if I don't win them over, like you said, how, my relationship, you will, Mike. You're Mike Johnson. I think on. I would They're as well. Love you. But like, <laughs> I mean, just hypothetical. I think I would. Yeah. But if they truly did not like me for their own reasons, yeah, that's on them. My yeah. job is to love you, which I absolutely will do. But your daughter's gonna come first. Yeah, absolutely. And then what happens if you know they ba you basically take the daughter away, and now essentially like their relationship is a little bit of a mess because they don't get along with you, bro. It's which is it's it's a it's it could happen so it's, but like, it's like so many it, things in life it's in so their best in interest life. to make it work you know what i mean like this is. is the it's this is the man best interest. this yeah. is the man that she loves it's like why not you know try to make things work out you know what i'm saying like why not try to like the guy i don't know i agree but yeah i i, I again i don't agree i don't disagree with like where they were coming from i yeah, just they think were, it could i just think it could have been said in a, in a better way i mean they know they could have polished they could have took a, a sip yeah, of juice of, you know yeah being more respectful to her but <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly i just thought she they frazzled her and like they the did. answers that they wanted to get from her weren't going to come in that situation because they were just too a little too harsh so that's another thing tino's dad said to rachel um yes yeah, you're just giving me the right answers do you feel that tino is saying the right things one thousand yeah they like, adored you. Like, everything's perfect. Like, that wasn't the perfect time. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Then he drops the L-bomb. Yeah. And then, I don't know, just at, what he said at the group date when he didn't get the rose the other week. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He went off to the side and, you know, they kind of got a hot mic on him and he was saying, you know, all types of other stuff. I don't know. He seems very competitive. I'll say that. Right. Yeah. Kind of like just going for the W, not necessarily your heart. I don't know. That's the vibes I'm getting, but we'll see. Let's see. We'll Let's see, see if he, we'll uh, see. you know, changes my mind. Um, all right, man. So, okay. My hot take, man, is should you go on The Bachelorette if you are not really ready to propose? Because we had some situations on the hometown dates this past week where – I believe yes. it was Johnny and Jason. They yes. flat out told their parents, "Hey, I'm I'm not ready right now." Like, but didn't I'm, tell Gabby. But didn't tell Gabby exactly. So they hadn't had to talk with Gabby, but they were basically pretty sure that they weren't ready to propose. So were they going to be ready in two weeks? That's what we're going to find out. Um, I want to take that back. I want to put an asterisk. They we didn't see if they told Gabby. Yeah. Well, one of them, I forgot which one it was, but one of them said, because they were asked if they had had this talk with Gabby, and he said no. I'm not sure who's, who that was, but... I mean, you know, because... I believe if, it was Jason, if I'm If Jason or Johnny were to come on, they could say, well, I did. It just wasn't at that. You know, like, Jason or Johnny, they could have... We both been on the show. It could have been edited. They could have said it before. They could have said it after. We yeah. just don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I guess it's just like this is why I'm always pushing for like a, a little bit of of age or older people on the show. I mean, Johnny's 25. I sure as hell wasn't ready to get married at 25 years old. You know what I'm saying? Me going on the show at 37. Hell yeah, I was ready. Like I was, I was damn More sure. When I, I was damn sure when I got to hometowns. Like I was pretty much convinced by then. But I just wanted my family's approval, and I got it, and said that just solidified the deal for me. So I had no question in my mind going in um, that I was ready for a, a, an engagement if it came to that. But I mean, do you think age plays a factor? Do you think, you know? Or do you go on there and like, okay, let's see how things go, and then your feelings grow? I feel like that's the route that a lot of a lot of these young guys are taking nowadays onto the show. Got it. I can answer all that. Uh, one, you had a freaking awesome bachelorette in your wife, Rachel. True, true. MF and Lindsay. <laughs> so like, duh, you're you're gonna be so strong in your stance. Like, come on, um, you gotta get <laughs> that plays a factor. There's a factor in that, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna bring up. My, my little brother, Dylan, Barber and Hannah Godwin, right? Okay. I knew before going to Paradise, he only wanted Hannah Godwin. He was all over Hannah Godwin. Then he got to meet her. Hell yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a slam dunk. If he, if, if his he thoughts was all in. Her, he, he was, was all, all in. in. He was all in prior. But yeah. if you never, if you just go on a blind date, basically what the show is, for some people, you never knew nothing prior. I don't think that everyone will be able to say that. I think that uh, there's... I mean, I... All I knew about Rachel was just off, obviously, what I the little that I saw in Nick's season, and then I think that it's all like I knew. This. All I knew. All I knew about Rachel was what I saw on her season of The Bachelor, and then you know what what I saw on like Jimmy Kimmel one interview, and <laughs> you know, that was about uh, it. <laughs> shout out to Jimmy, uh, right? I feel that if you're not ready by hometowns when you're speaking to your mother, when you're speaking to your father, yeah, that to me is like a huge red flag, right? And I think that is something that Jason and Johnny, I hope that they told Gabby, because Gabby is like, I'm claiming her as little sister too. You, yeah. you don't mess with her, right? You don't mess with Rachel, yeah. you don't mess with Gabby. And so I personally like with Dean and Kaylin, like, I, I there's an asterisk by that too. <laughs> I love Dean personally. There's an asterisk by that. He's a little quirky, but I feel that, <laughs> I feel that he loves her and they, they left together. They left in a relationship. I personally like what JoJo and Jordan did. Uh, Jordan got down on one knee for JoJo, but then three years later, he proposed to her again, and it felt different. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with saying, I'm not sure because I want to meet the girl, in comparison yeah. to saying, I'm 100%, if the girl likes me and I like her, I'm getting engaged. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, I. Uh... That's just how I feel. No, no, now, no. no. I, if I you get got it, Rachel Lindsay, if I got the girl, no, no, that I, but but even, you know, the even, girl that I've texted you about in the past, let her ass be on the damn bachelorette. I will call all the producers and be like, "Yo, put me on there again, hundred million percent." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess obviously, maybe hindsight is twenty twenty. Like, since the connection was just there from the get go, and everything went, you know, so seamlessly as far as our relationship. I mean, there were little hiccups here and there, but nothing. You know, my entire experience for the most part was amazing, right? Um, maybe not everyone has that experience, so they don't get to connect with the lead on that type of level. So I, I get it. I guess I'm not saying that you're 100% ready no matter who it is. That's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah, saying like, clear that, I think some people will be like, are you ready? Like if she is the one, like are you ready? Like, I, unequivocally, yes. And that's the thing. I don't think necessarily, regardless if it was the perfect girl or whoever, you're saying maybe maybe they're still not ready. Yeah, like, I, I don't think they're with, ready. A yeah. million percent. I a million percent agree with that. Uh, and then let's just let's just tell the audience, like the, sh the producers, when we were getting casted for the show, they asked you that question. Yeah. Are you ready to get engaged? For me, unequivocally, absolutely, yes. I think it just I ain't think, gonna be for anybody. I, I think some dudes probably. I think dudes lie on that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Dudes on they this lie. season with Rachel and Gabby have lied. They like, they they want to get on the show, so they'll say whatever the. You know, whatever the isn't, hell they isn't want. there stuff going around right now about one of the guys actually that's doing hometowns that says he want to be like one of the guys from my season? Oh, I don't know. What 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 tea do you have? <laughs> yeah, we got tea, baby. Also, to what you were saying, Brian, in regards to age. I, I mean, okay, listen. I have definitely tweeted out that I feel like if I was like in a lead position, you're under twenty five. I'm looking at you twice, right? In terms of like, do you really want this or do you just want some clout? 
I do feel that there are outliers out there, but for the majority, yes. I definitely agree with you. I think there's exceptions to every rule. Yeah, there's exceptions to the rule, but, but listen, I do agree listen, with you majority. Did I think Dean was competition for me? Absolutely not. No, of course not. I saw his ass. I was like, <laughs> I love Dean, but like, I, I, see, I, I, totally, I, dude, said I was like, <laughs> Dean, you are going to be a heartthrob in this franchise for years to come. But it ain't your time, bro. He's a great looking guy. It ain't your time. It ain't your time. Rachel was 31. He was like 24. I was like, it's just not happening, bro. You might make it far, which he did, but she ain't going to pick you. That's like honestly, I could, could, like, on one hand, pick the guys that were like competition on my season just based on age alone and kind of just feeling Rachel's vibe. I don't know. That was just me. I think my bachelorette was 20. I don't know how she was. See, that's the thing. That's that changes things. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I, yeah, I when the pre, when the when the pressure comes on, when it's close to hometowns and it's it's time to get down to the nitty gritty, like that's when you know cold feet start start taking place. I mean, we we've seen it on other seasons, right? We have, we have. I'm going I mean, to you. You, you said what tea do I have? I'm actually with our guest today. I want Tyler to come in and we're going to get to learn Tyler. I want to ask him so many questions about uh, his departure with Rachel, how he felt. What I ask him, got to ask him about his uh, IG post because, you know, that's what you got to do nowadays. And then ask him about some of the other guys in the house in regards to this tea that we have. Uh, but let's bring him in. Tyler, let's talk it out. Welcome, Tyler. It is so great to have you on Talking It Out today, my man. How are you? It was a, it was a rough night for you last night. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a rough night. Yeah. Um, you know, you watch it back, and it's not easy to see, um, especially like back through like living it and then re-seeing like everything. And yeah, it was definitely tough. But you know, watching it through like every single episode prior and like getting to that point, you kind of like understand why everything happened the way that it did. And if anything, you know, you get the clarity through the season, and you know, it makes things so much better. Like for you, um, but yeah, definitely difficult. Uh, very emotional. But, um, but yeah, I was just glad to watch it with my family, watch it back. And, you know, especially for them not having the opportunity to actually meet Rachel, um, seeing what led up to it. You know, it's one thing telling them, you know, right then and there when you, you'd see them, but them watching it back and actually like living through it with you, you know, that was, that was a surreal moment, like for me and my family. Yeah. Did you feel that, because I mean, Rachel mentioned that she wasn't as far along with you as with other men that were still around. Can you compare and contrast like what you were feeling in real time? And after seeing, you said you got clarity. Like, was it obvious to you? Like, oh yeah, she was definitely feeling these other guys more? No, I think that, um, you know, the difference like with me, with some of the guys, you know, before I came on the show, I was, I was in on Rachel. I mean, there was no doubt about it. I was going there to meet Rachel. And, um, yeah, so I was 100% in before I even got there, and I just really wanted to get to know her and, you know, see what she was really like, you know, in that atmosphere. And she was everything and more than you could ask for. And um, when you think about it, like, everybody got their one-on-ones, and I guess I got, like, a half a one-on-one. You know, I had a group date that led to a uh, somewhat of a one-on-one date um, at her suite. So, you know, I, I was able to have, like, deep talks with her. And, like, even after that, like, every little moment that you get during the group dates um, where it's just you and her, like I would always take advantage of that time. And uh, you know, I would always make the most out of it. And um, you know, there wasn't a time that, you know, I just didn't feel like we were getting further and further along, along in our relationship. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, for me, um, I felt like I was really like getting there with her, especially getting the group date rose, um, you know, the day prior to going to hometowns, like I felt very good. I felt very good about our relationship. So when I was actually there and everything happened, obviously I was very, you know, blindsided. Tom, yeah. you just mentioned that uh, at one point you felt that you guys weren't getting further and further along in your relationship, right? What did you feel that you were always at the top of her mind? Or did you um, feel that the relationship may have been a bit one-sided, but you were just so enthralled and into her? as we all would be. I think that, uh, you know, for me, um, you know, during the group dates, she was very good at making you feel known, you know, after my one-on-one that I had with her and I had like very, very deep talks with her every time after that, I felt like, you know, there wasn't a day that we were together that, you know, when I was with all the other guys that 
she didn't make me feel like she noticed me. And we always had those like little conversations. So I felt like, you know, I was moving along, just like going with it. And I felt like everything was just progressing, um, you know, slower than you would think in that atmosphere. Um, but I guess the biggest thing for me was that you're so invested, you know, you know what you're there for and you're there to, you know, see a relationship down the line um, with somebody. And, you know, that's all you think about, you know, every single day you wake up and you think to yourself, like, all right, I get to see Rachel today. You know, I get to have great conversations with her. I get to like see where we're at. So when you're in that headspace, um, it's very easy to fall for somebody and very easy to get invested. And, you know, to me, I just felt like, I felt like even though I had a little less time, I was still there like around the same with all the other guys. Would you say that you're in love with Rachel still right now? Not right now, no. Um, you know, the biggest thing for me was that I want to find somebody who loves me the same way I love them, um, knowing that, you know, along the journey that uh, she obviously felt that towards other people and not myself. Like I knew that at the end of the day, she was going to find happiness. And, you know, to me, I felt like, you know, I deserve the same thing. And, you know, once I'm ready to put myself back out there and once I was over, you know, everything that had happened, um, you know, you take that leap because that's what ultimately, ultimately what I want. So, you know, I was able to get past, you know, everything that had happened. Definitely so. Is there any part of you that, you know, you feel grateful that she anything before meeting your family? I think that's that was the biggest thing for me. Like even in the time, like I just felt so much respect for her because, you know, she knew how important that was to me, like to meet my family. Um, you know, I hadn't introduced anybody to my family in two years. Um, so and seeing how my last relationship had ended, you know, that was something that was going to be a big step for me to take with somebody else. And, uh, you know, I told her that and when she told me that she could, she wasn't there and she wasn't ready to bring family into it. I had so much respect for her cause I understood it. And, you know, instead of getting deeper into the relationship and feeling like you're strung along, you know, cutting it right there, that was definitely the best thing to do. Speaking of that, um, did you, I wish, I wish she would have cut you off with everything that you were saying <laughs> because it, it seemed like you just went on and on and you were just saying the, <laughs> you were just saying the sweetest things bro and really it was were. like really it was like a knife you to were. everybody's heart i was like oh god this guy just doesn't know what's coming right now uh i mean watching it back i definitely um <laughs> i can say damn like i wish yeah. i didn't go all in like that like yeah. that's a tough but in the one moment. In the but moment. in the moment yeah there was no doubt in my mind you know i yeah. just was having the best day and you know, I didn't see it coming. So, you know, in my mindset, it was Damn. just put it all out there. You know, two things to that. One, I got to commend Rachel because you know, we've all, all Rachel and the three of us have been in that position before to where the feeling isn't mutual and nobody wants to break someone's heart like that. Nobody oh, wants yeah. to. Like, and so I definitely commend Rachel for that because it's not an easy thing to navigate, right? Especially doing it on national TV. And secondly, you kind of alluded to something that you knew you two weren't necessarily further along uh, with other relationships. Is that fair to say? Yeah, watching it back, absolutely. And so, again, this just, you know, this talking now, this is the homies talking, man. Do you feel that yeah. a part of you had to lay everything out there for you to be able to continue to stay, or for you not necessarily stay, but to continue to, continue to be seen? Um. Yeah, I think that, you know, there's some guys, you know, watching it back that, you know, didn't take that, hadn't taken that step yet. And, uh, you know, I was, since day one, I was there for Rachel. And, you know, I was so invested and I was so in it. And I just felt these real feelings that I hadn't felt in so long. So, yeah, I guess at the time, like, that wasn't exactly my mindset. Um, like I said, my mindset was meeting my family. You know, if you're going to meet my family, no matter what had happened, like in that next step, I wanted her to know that, you know, this is such a big step for like me and I want to make you feel comfortable. So I want to tell you how I feel about you just in case whatever happens, happens like next after this, just knowing that she knows how I feel in that moment. Um, but I guess, yeah, I mean, I putting it all out there was definitely, it was a bold move. So do you um, feel that it was a bit premature or do you feel that it wasn't premature? You just had to let it be known um uh, to me i didn't think it felt like 
premature just because, you know, when you feel something, you know, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not somebody who feels and hides that, you know, I'm a very part of my sleep type of guy. Like, you know, if I'm feeling something, that's the lover boy in me. Like if I'm feeling something, I'm going to make it known, you know, whether it works out or not. And, you know, I made it known and it didn't work out for me, but you know, there wasn't anything that I felt like I left off the table. And how did you feel, you know, in her response, obviously after you poured your heart out there and then, you know, she, cause I, like I just saw this going down the wrong path. You were about to get your heart broken. <laughs> like I just, I just saw a disaster written all over it. But then I, I thought what Rachel said to you was sweet. Obviously, she was very emotional. And then the way you handled it, like you, I mean, shout out to you, man. Like you handle it so gracefully. And I, I just thought, that. like I was like, you know what? This is like this is. If there is anything good about a breakup, it's like the way you guys handled it. I thought it was sure. great, and uh, yeah. So I just want to I want to give you kudos on that. I, I appreciate that. I think that like the biggest thing is like when you get into this, like you know what you're getting into. You yeah. know, at the end of the day, it's you and a bunch of these others, other great guys, and you know, and you say to yourself, yeah, there's there's a possibility that not being you at the end of the day. Um, but the biggest thing for us, like all the guys having so much respect for each other, like we didn't talk about our relationships with Rachel. You know, we didn't talk about where we were at. You were talking, you were throwing a bunch of different guys and never met each other. So you have so many different things to talk about and build relationships with them. And one thing that we just never did was talk about our relationship. So yeah, for, for me, I didn't, I didn't know where the other guys were at and everything. And, um, and I just knew like right then and there, you know, with only four guys left it could be me but it could not be me and if it's not me i'm okay with that because i've gotten to know these guys on a level that you know i haven't gotten to know some of my friends that i've had for years so i knew at the end of the day like i'm in love with this girl if she's not going to be with me i know that she's going to be with a possibility of three different amazing guys so you know whether it was like me getting hurt through that i just knew that ultimately she was going to be happy at the end of the day It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, and so what something that Brian would say, like if I was a, uh, an avatar right now, if I was AI, this is what Brian would say. Great job for you, uh, Tyler, for not communicating about your relationship with the other guys. You know? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, Brian is like <laughs> the number one stand up guy for saying that hey, this is your relationship. So that's kudos key, to you. man. But Tyler, I appreciate that. Uh, no, for sure. Like it, I felt the same exact same way as Brian watching. That. I was like, ah, you know, I want to just. Just, it, was, it was a moment that we just want to have you back in. Uh, you're, you got your heart broke. You know, sadly, Rachel had to let you go because she had to continue to follow her heart and not feel her as well. You got something that a lot of us don't get, though. The moment that you got your heart broke, your family was right there with you. I want to ask you, how was that moment and how did you get over and get through that? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I remember, you know, getting into the car afterwards and, you know, they're telling me, hey, we're we're going to see your family. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I got to go see them. And, you know, they don't know what had just happened. Yeah, because, um, you know, watching it back, they were showing us parents ready to see. You know, oh, my was, gosh. Your parents yeah. were excited. Your parents were yeah, excited to meet Rachel. Exactly. And, you know, in my head, it was just like there's two things in my head. Number one, you know, I hadn't seen or talked to my family in months. So it's just like, you know what? I want to see them. And the second thing was, I know for a fact, my, the second my mom knew that I was having a hometown, she was freaking out, cleaning up the entire house. So if I didn't get my ass to that <laughs> house with all those cameras, she would have kicked my ass the next day. So yeah. I was just like, all right, I'm going. Let's do this. Uh, got into the car. As soon as I walked in, I mean, how could I not have a smile on my face? You know, I got to see people. like My family is everything to me. I wouldn't trade them for the world. And, you know, through every tough breakup, you know, I've ever had or 
you know, through the good times, the bad times, like I've always had my family to lean on. So going through something like that, you know, seeing them right then and there afterwards, that was something that helped me so much, you know, made me feel so much better because at the end of the day, yeah, you might've lost something that uh, could have been great, but, you know, getting a chance to go home and see my family and realizing what I have and realizing how happy I was before I even left for this journey, because I've got these amazing people that just right there in the moment just made me, you know, feel full and made me so much happier. I'm so happy yeah. that you had uh, that you have your family. You know, shout out to your family. Thank All you. of us get to have that. Uh, talk about family. What did they? What were their initial thoughts when you was like, "Hey, I'm about to go on the Bachelorette." <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. The uh, the initial thoughts. I mean, before I went on the show, I remember uh, I hadn't really watched like any seasons or anything like that, and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna watch Clayton season. Why not? And, you know, I had started watching it with one of my friends and, you know, my mom got invested in it too, started watching it with us. And it was after like the second episode and watching it, uh, I'd said this on the other podcast that I was on, um, I had a crush on Rachel. You know, I saw saw one of the episodes, drank a little too much, so I DM'd her on Instagram. (laughs) Whoa, okay, okay. I I DM'd her on Instagram. I said, hey. It's like, forget I, the show. I'm just going to do it right now. Right? I commend you so much for that because you went after it. You went after it. Yeah. Look, yeah. So I like you. you. saw what show you wanted. Or not. You went TV after cameras it. or not, I want you. Oh, it was, I like it was, that. Exactly. It was, it was just crazy to me because, you know, I said, if things don't work out with Clayton, you ever, ever end up as the Bachelorette, sign me up because I think you're gorgeous. A week later, I get a call asking if I'm interested in the show. And uh, I told my friend, I told my parents and they were just like, no way. And I was just like, I swear to God. So like you go through like the entire um, process and everything. And I was just like, this is really happening. Like, this is insane. And my dad refused to watch the show. He was just like, I'm, he goes, I don't even know what you're getting involved in, but I wish (laughs) you the best of luck. Um, My mom was getting more involved into it. And, you know, she was just like, I'm so happy for you. Like, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be great. Like you get to go meet Rachel. Like, that's a crush that you've had. Like not many people, you know, have a celebrity crush and, you know, get a chance to meet them. Um, So I was just like, all right, like I'm just going to go and like see how it goes and, you know, have an open mindset. And, you know, that's how I went into it. And I told my parents before I left, I said, listen, if I come home with a wife, I know it's going to be Gabby and Rachel there. Just know I'm going for Rachel. And they were just like, all right, we hope to meet her. So, so wait, did you bring up this DM when you met Rachel, like throughout your talks oh, yeah. on the show, did you bring that I, up? Like, hey, did you ever catch that DM? Were you the I one that got did. me on the show? <laughs> I did during our one-on-one. You know, I told her. I said, by the way, uh, I said I DM'd you. I don't think you saw it. If you did, you probably just ignored it because just some random guy from the Jersey Shore just messaged <laughs> you. I don't blame you for not answering. Um, and she was just like, "There's no way you did." And obviously, we don't have phones. And she was just like, "I have to check as soon as like all this is over. I'll check my phone." <laughs> And, um, and yeah, it was, uh, she, she said she didn't know, but maybe she saw it and was just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> she, like just, to, she just forwarded its producers, like, see what he's about. Put him on my season. You never if know. <laughs> you never know. Maybe, maybe she was the one. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe she, I, I so love that you did that. That just showed it to me. If whoever is the lead is like, I know you like me, whether on TV or not. Yeah. It gives you yeah. just a little bit more confidence. That, yeah. You know, it makes uh, it more genuine, likes, right? Yeah, it's it like, does. You didn't need the cameras to to step like, up bound. to her. Yeah, okay. it could it could be the real world. It could be everybody there at that time. Being you know, I'm picking Rachel. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah. Love so that, that was the mindset going in. There you go. So watching the show back, we know you you see you watch yourself back. You watch your time with Rachel, with the fellas, with Jesse, everybody. It, what would you have done differently? You know, honestly. Any regrets, any regrets. There's not, you know, to me, there's not a single regret that I have. Um, Leaving, you know, I made so many friends, Um, you know, everybody that I met. And then also just going all in on Rachel since day one and putting it all out there. I I just don't think there's anything I'd change. And I guess that was the best part, like leaving was I said to myself, there's nothing differently I could have done. It just wasn't me at the end of the day. Yeah. Mike, is it me or are these like the most cordial, 
group of men in the history of the show because <laughs> it's like no drama whatsoever. I mean, Logan with the, you know, going both going it both ways, drama. but I don't know. That was that was like was. the extent of it. Nobody really there was no drama between the guys, huh? Like was there ever any beef at all? I guess I mean, other than the Chris situation that happened, um outside of that, no, not really. I mean, we were all just like such close friends i it's it's so weird to like even think of especially when you're all dating the same women it's just like how can you be friends at the end of the day and you know the truth is you just you just get to know somebody you just have real genuine talks yeah so tyler i gotta ask you right i don't know if you listen to our podcast but i i'm always gonna say what's on my mind man absolutely for it maybe not i love you you're a great guy might be terrible i think you're great (laughs) i appreciate Um, it Brian and I have been on the show as well. We know how this stuff goes. You, you like most of the guys. You might like all the guys. You might like none of the guys. You seem to like all your guys. I don't blame you. It seemed like your entire cast was just phenomenal guys. It really did. Um, and we've been had a, you know we've been blessed to talk to a few. Do you feel that everyone in like the top four uh, going for Rachel was genuine? Was genuine? Um, yeah. yeah, I think that you know for me like the closest out of the guys that the last four you know i was the closest with avon um you know i just got as soon as like we split up and i was on rachel's side i was you know avon and i just got along we were so much alike and uh even when talking with rachel when it was just us she would always go so is there anybody like um that you really like like any of the guys that you really get along with and i would always be like avon (laughs) she asked you that yeah like she would ask that yeah anybody in the house that uh you know you're close with and I would always say Avon, and Avon, you know, would say me. So it was like it was it was pretty funny because she'd be like, "Oh my gosh, that's your boy." And I'd be like, "Of course it is." Brian, did uh, Rachel ever ask you that? No. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> I tried to keep it strictly between no. us and just talk no. about our relationship, but I, I guess no. What, why would why do you think she wanted to know that? Like who you were close yeah. with in the house? Maybe she just wanted to know what guys were genuine or what guys, you know, got, got along. Stuff man, like that. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I love Rachel. Tyler, I love you, man. But I'm like, me, I'm right here. You know, I'm right here. Let's talk <laughs> like, about I don't want to talk about anybody yeah, else. I ain't trying to talk about him. <laughs> me. I'm the one that's I, I, my, I'm love, my own I best friend. What you talking about? I love him. He's my dude, uh, but no. The reason I asked Tyler, and I don't know this whatsoever from uh, right or left, but there's been some some stuff swirling on one of the guys in the final four, Tino, to be specific. I don't know this Tino, come on through, uh, that he was trying to, he's trying to be like uh, Tyler Cameron. I, yeah, I mean, I heard it, you know, I saw, I saw his one thing on Instagram that, you know, he was a fan of Tyler Cameron before. Which I'm a fan of TC as well, so I mean, I Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, uh, I'll be honest with you, I think that when he was there, uh, we had many talks like together and obviously, you know, the one um, group date where I got the rose, like, you know, he got in his head a lot and, you know, bugged out. And, um, you know, seeing that it was it was disappointing for me more because, you know, there were so many times that I would go like talk to him just one on one and we'd have yeah. talks just because, you know, I knew he was one of those guys that, would you know, easily, you know, get in your head and, you know, going through this journey that's the biggest thing you're thinking to yourself so much and when you overthink like that's when you self-destruct yourself so you know i was just talking to him on on a friend level and you know say to him be like yo like you're getting everything you know exactly you could ask for here yeah (laughs) you you can't get every rose bro like (laughs) there's other great dudes here like you gotta understand that part of this process a hundred a hundred percent and you know that was the disappointing part for me was because we had talked to that like leading up to that group date rose um but i will say like talking with him um and you know hearing him after getting a rose like talking with us Sometimes he would say how he felt about Rachel and you, you knew it was genuine and you knew it was real. And, you know, all the guys on Rachel's side were just so invested like into her. And it was, you know, it was great to see because, you know, at the end of the day, I knew that she was going to end up with somebody great when it wasn't me. Well, I appreciate you saying that and, uh, you know, having Tino's back on that one. Do you feel that because there's been what probably a thousand people that have gone through this process on this show, there comes a point in time where it's like 
there's an itch to a, a competitive itch versus I like this person and how to separate the two. Yeah, I'm, I, think, I think the biggest thing is, the biggest word would be if there's anybody, that, I think the biggest red flag, especially, th- you know, through The Bachelorette and through The Bachelor, if anybody uses the word win, like, I want to win this, that's right then and there. Like, what are you here for? Are you trying yeah. to just, at the end of the day, be I the person you. just to be the person? Or do you actually have something there that's, that's going to last past this? And, um, and you know, on our side, in the last four guys, I didn't, I didn't feel like there was one guy that was in it just to win it. I just felt like everyone had gotten to a point in their relationship and they were invested and they just wanted Rachel at the end of the day. Uh, I appreciate you saying that. What did you think about uh, Tino's hometown date? Ooh. Rachel and uh, like <laughs> compare and contrast how that yeah. would have differentiated if she would have met your family. A man scratched the back of his head and said, ooh. Yeah, explain the oof. <laughs> Watching that one, it was tough. You know, yeah, his his parents were asking reasonable questions. I mean, you get it, but you got to know, if, if you understand how everything works, like in this journey, and like seeing that ultimately it does work with people afterwards. You know, there are success stories. Um, and your son's getting involved in something like that, you got to know what he's signing up for. His parents were grilling Rachel, asking reasonable questions, but definitely grilling her. Um, and that doesn't make it any easier. You know, first impression, meeting the family, like that's so huge. And it's devastating yeah. if they don't like you. And um, I know for my family, you know, my family's always been welcoming, um, always lovable people. And, you know, I feel like, you know, the person that I am, I get it from them. I believe that you are where you come from. And, you know, I just felt like if it was the other way around, she was with my family. Oh my gosh. My family would have loved Rachel would have made her feel comfortable. Would have, you know, yeah, there's questions to ask and they would have asked it, but not in such a direct like way to almost intimidating way. It definitely would have been different on my side. Um, but you know, people are the way they are. And, you know, obviously they love their son Tino and they want to make sure it's real. So yeah, yeah. they just they just went about it a different way. I would say to that, uh, Tyler, what you just said, I don't feel that you are, you know, the way you come from. I feel that you are the way you think about yourself. Uh, for me personally, just because I think about, you know, the other bachelor, you know, Gabby, uh, she's been it's so authentic, you know, and said mm-hmm. that she, she hasn't had the best upbringing with her mother. That doesn't make she when she becomes a mother, she will not be like her mother, you know. Yeah, absolutely. The way that you believe that you are yourself. Uh, But I want to go to your post. Uh, This past week that you made after you got let go off the show. It was a beautiful post. I think that now people make IG posts. That's the thing when you leave, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not not coming at you whatsoever, homie. (laughs) On your post, you would know if I was coming at you. On your (laughs) post, you had mentioned wishing you could, you know, answer every message that you received. I know you've been receiving crazy messages. Uh, We'll get into those. And what what messages would you want to speak to right now? You know, this everyone's listening to talking out. What would you want to say? You have the platform. Hey, I've been getting so many messages about this, this, this. It's like the number top two messages I've been getting. I think the number one for me was since, you know, the group date um, that I had where, you know, I spoke about a past relationship that I had and going through what I had gone through um, to ultimately put myself into a better place knowing when I was ready to, you know, put myself out there again and how I got to that point. I know so many people that had reached out to me saying, you know, it spoke volumes to them, like understanding that, you know, heartbreak happens. Everyone goes through heartbreak, you know, it, no relationship is easy. And, you know, going through something very, very tough, ultimately there's no script to how to deal with it. And, you know, the biggest thing is nobody, only you know when you're ready to jump into something else, no matter how long that takes. Um, but it's just understanding that, you know, things are going to get better. You know, things are, yeah, things are shitty in the moment and it feels like hell and, you know, you're going through it, um, especially a heartbreak. But, you know, continuously saying to yourself that, you know, I'm going to find ultimately what I want. Um, I just got to take the time to get there. Uh yeah, I think that was like the biggest question that I got is just relating with people on that 
And that made me feel so good because I was like, oh my gosh, like I have a platform where I'm reaching out to people that have gone through the same thing as me. And like, that was the biggest thing. Like when I was going through it, I knew that, yeah, it sucks, but there's so many other people that go through even worse than me and people that have gone through the same thing. Um, so yeah, hitting other people like that meant the world to me. Can, can you take us behind the scenes on that? Because I mean, obviously you sat down with your family, you told them what was up, you know, it seemed you were kind of like shocked, right? In that moment, you still were kind of like processing things, but how long did it take you? I mean, obviously you mentioned that you were no longer in love with Rachel. So how was that process like for you? Like how long did it take? You know, what were those first few days like initially? Yeah, I think the the first few days for me was tough because it's like a shock. You know, you're getting, you were just thrown into a whole different world and now you're completely taken out of it and put back into reality. And, you know, coming back into reality, you're like, oh my gosh, like I just spent two months of my life pursuing somebody, really putting my whole self out there and it didn't work out for me. So how do I know when I'm going to be ready to go through that again? And, you know, just putting in my head that, like I said before, like knowing that ultimately at the end of this, there's a possibility that Rachel's going to find her person. And I know that I want that same thing. And I knew that I was so ready for that. And, you know, she didn't even get a chance to meet my family. And that was like the biggest step for me. Like once you get more people involved into it and it's not just you, sure, sure. that yeah. that love sure. gets so much deeper. And because I didn't get there, it seemed like, okay, this is, this is another relationship that you go through and, you know, it's going to take time, but once you start understanding it, like you're going to be all right. And, you know, afterwards I started to understand it right away before even watching the show afterwards, like the first month, like re recovering through everything and, you know, understanding, understanding where I just was, like what I went through and knowing, you know what, it, it wasn't me at the end of the day and I can live with that but I know now that I can open up again why not why not not be afraid to do that again so yeah it took it took me like a month afterwards but you know I was I was able to really feel like you know I'm ready for this and I deserve it just as much as somebody else damn right you do uh, we <laughs> all do everyone listen every single person listening right uh, I have to ask you today you know we want to get to know who you are as a person. We know that you've been through heartbreak, uh, that you're over that. You're out there in Jersey. Two questions. Sure. First, as just like my, the way my brain thinks, how the hell are you going to show me going for two months and you got a, your own small business? Like, how does that work? <laughs> bro? So I'm very, very lucky. Um, I used to, I used to work at enterprise rent a car as soon as I graduated college. Okay. And, um, you know, my brother had opened up his own spot up on the wildwood boardwalk. And Doing what? Uh, the bat he has these basketball games up there. So okay. you go up, shoot, you make a basket, you win a jersey. Do y'all bend the rims? Do y'all bend the rims? Um, I don't personally bend them. <laughs> <laughs> we bend them. Oh, I mean, we buy them from the same people as everybody else does. So now it's all it's all the same. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but uh, he had gotten involved in it, and he wanted me to do it with him right then and there. And I was just like, listen, I don't have the money yet. Like, I got to save up. Like, if I'm ever going to get involved in that. So worked at Enterprise for a year. I was getting into, and it's a, just a summer business. So going through the winter and he goes, all right, are you ready? And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. I saw how well he did the year before guys taking off the entire fall and winter and then starting back up in the summer again. I was just like, I want to live that lifestyle. I love <laughs> traveling. Why not? Um, so, you know, after I got done, I had left Enterprise. Um, especially when, you know, COVID was really bad. I'd left and I went up and started my business up on the boardwalk with him. And, uh, you ran out of spot and, you know, you have to get your mercantile license and everything. You open up your spot, you rent it out for the entire summer. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, you just work your ass off for the entire summer. And then, you know, whatever you make, that's what you got for the rest of the year. Uh, so maybe I'm losing my mind. What is it exactly? What is your product exactly? The basketball, so, the games. It's, it's okay. a win okay. by, okay. It's so, a win okay. by like, chance. Yeah, it's a win by chance. So you walk up. We, my brother's got football games up there now, too. You walk up there. You shoot the baskets. We got the mini basketball one. That was the one that Rachel and I were playing. You make mm -hmm. three in a row. 
you win a jersey, stuffed animal, um, with the like big three point. Yeah, like carnival. a carnival game. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, some people call you carnies. Uh, we're boardwalk guys, I would say. So it's a little different. Bro, anyone but, uh, that call y'all corny, look, my, my money ain't corny. He's hustling, man. Like, I, <laughs> he's doing I, his thing. For all business owners, if you've been legal and you've been a good, you know, productive member of society, who give a damn if somebody say you corny? Yeah. Uh, uh, we had yeah. an Italian homie that's uh, down in Miami now. So, uh, he got a pizza business. He individually may be corny, but he making money. Yeah, yeah, as 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 yeah he's franchising that. That yeah, store, so like, so. I, 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 shout out to the homie, right? Shout out to all people that are, you know, going out there and making it happen. And talking about that, let's we're gonna call you corny now, right? I embrace <laughs> that. What do you see yourself growing professionally, right? Do you see yourself, you know, expanding this? Do you see yourself going to something else? Do you see yourself going into business solo by yourself or with your brother and something else? What do you, what do we talk? Take us through that. So for me, right now. Um, you know, I talked a little bit in the past. I bought in a house. I bought a house um, in my last relationship, and you know, things didn't work out. So as soon as like things didn't work out, I was just like, I don't want to, you know, live on my own or anything like that. So um, I got into uh, renovating my house and putting it back up for sale. So right now, you know, I've got my house up for sale. I'm putting a lot of money into it, hoping that it pans out for me. Um, and then obviously after this summer with the boardwalk and everything, getting into the fall now, um, I think that I've talked with my brother. I think I'm done with it. Um, okay. I want to, I want to move out of New Jersey. Um, so I really, I really want to go to California. LA. Uh, Come yeah, to LA, uh, baby. Not LA. See, San Diego. San Diego. I like San Diego. I like okay. San Diego. It's one of the two. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Two, it's two one choices. Of the two. Yeah. One of the two. So, um, I mean, I love surfing and everything. Love the beautiful weather. So just feel like San Diego is perfect. And um, I really, right now, you know, I'm looking into getting my real estate license, you know, especially buying my own house, like understanding how it works and everything. I thought that, you know, it's something that I might be good at. And it's a career change, but it's something that, you know, might be ultimately good for me, especially being in a social setting. You know, in this, uh, one of the things that we don't talk about a lot, Brian, I think we should definitely do more of, Outside of finding love, this Bachelor franchise is beautiful for like connecting and just networking, right? And so in San Diego, you got some your Bachelor Nation alum that are in the real estate game as well. Yeah. So reach out to them, right? Okay, can we see you on Paradise? I, I mean, if, if it was offered to me, absolutely. Why would I not do Paradise? Okay. There you go. So who would you like to see on yeah, Paradise? Yeah, you gotta have you gotta think of somebody that you might want to see on the beach. He ain't got, but he knows it. I, do, I really don't know. I don't. Bro, I'm gonna really, use you up offline. I don't know. Me, I don't know, know Bachelor Nation like that. So you've just you been focused season, on Rachel and the you only. You know the bro. You don't gotta watch the season. You know good and well who you like. But anyway, we'll, we'll let you live. We'll let you. Live. <laughs> well, I got a question, man. I mean, uh, he's not gonna answer. So, you've you've talked about this past relationship that didn't work out. So, yeah. can you just talk a little bit about what went wrong in that one? What you learned? And what, how that helped you going into this one with Rachel and then, you know, what you learned from Rachel's relationship. Yeah, I mean, the last one, you said I wasn't going to answer this. I got you, Brian. Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> what happened with the last one was um, I got very invested. Um, I had somebody that, you know, was telling me they loved me every single day, told me I was everything they could ever ask for and, you know, wanted me to you know, ultimately get down on one knee at one point. I was getting sent engagement rings. I was being told, you know, they wanted to live with me, this and that. I never experienced that before. You know, having somebody love you that much and you know that you love them, but ultimately them loving you that much just makes you feel whole and almost makes you feel like you have a purpose in life. Like, this is my person. I'll do whatever it takes like for you. I'll do whatever it is. And that was the mindset that I got into. And, you know, I started not thinking about myself. I was really you know, living for somebody else, basically. I just wanted to make somebody else happy every single day. And I didn't take my own, you know, happiness into account. And that's really where I went wrong because ultimately I got burned. You know, I, I went and I took a step to, you know, buying a house and feeling like, you know, this is my person forever. And, you know, was looking into engagement rings because, you know, I felt like I was there. I felt like I had somebody that, you know, wanted me more than anything. So, so yeah, I just went for it, went all in. And, you know, after I had bought the house, um, she had said to me that, uh, you know, 
to her, just things were moving very quickly, even though she was the one that, you that, know, yeah. initiated it. No, it's okay. That's but, weird yeah, it put, to me. It, <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it, it was tough. And like, she was going through her own stuff. Like, you know, mental health, mental um, health issues is a real thing. You know, I know I've gone through it. So many other people have gone through it too. And she was going through her own thing. And she said that she really had to figure it out. And I understood that, you know, you give somebody their space and I had done that and through giving her space, like she found out that it just wasn't me at the end of the day, that I, she, the life that she thought she wanted, she didn't want. And right after that, I had to figure my own stuff out. I was just like, all right, how do I take something that's terrible and make it into something that's good? And that's when I was just like, my dad like pulled me aside. He's just like, let's renovate this house. Let's get it together. Let's resell it. Let's, let's hopefully make some money off of this, you know? and take something that was great yeah i know exactly i needed that more than anything and you know um so yeah taking something that's terrible that happens to you and trying to make it into a positive and you know that's how i went about it but yeah my biggest thing learning through that relationship is you got to be happy ultimately with yourself and you got to take your own happiness into account so jumping into my relationship with rachel you know everything moves quickly in the bachelor world you know it's just like part of the process and you know, you're in your own little world. You don't have outside, you know, talks. You don't have um, the internet or anything like that. Like, it's so easy to get invested. And I had gotten invested and I was happy. You know, I was, I was really happy, like, whenever I was with Rachel. So, but obviously it didn't work out. And what I had learned from that is, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with putting my whole self out there for somebody. That's what you got to do when you go into a relationship. You have to show who you are. And hopefully somebody loves you for that. Um, so that's what I had done. Um, but I guess just like moving so quickly, you know, you gotta, you gotta really think that you gotta really know, like when you're in a relationship, when you get to that step, like telling somebody how much you love them and, you know, hoping you get that in return, you gotta really have like a good idea about it. And, you know, that's what I took out of the relationship with that. I'm not, I'm not scared of opening up to somebody because that's part of a relationship. You gotta do that. But I guess just how quickly things had moved. Um, that's something that I'm gonna have to learn in my next relationship. Certified right. lover boy. How, how old are you, Tyler? Gonna be great. I'm 26. 26. Yeah. I mean, Brian, you see, can't always go off someone's age. No, I know, but like, no. So, Tyler, let me ask you this: Would you have, if everything went according to plan, like, could you have seen yourself at in that real time of of the last episode? Could you have seen yourself getting down on one knee, like, no questions asked? Yeah, if everything had kept going the way that I thought it was going, apps and my family had loved Rachel, it's kind of like, yeah, I, why, why would I not, you know, afterwards? Because you're leaving there in an engagement and you have your whole lives to, like, figure out, like, is this my person? And, you know, right then and there through that journey, you really feel like it's you feel so invested. You feel something you've never felt because it's so much different yeah. than anything you've ever experienced. I guess you know where I'm going with this, Mike. I guess I'm comparing and contrasting like two of Gabby's guys, like uh, Jason and Johnny. They were even at hometowns, their relationships were going great and they were unsure. They weren't ready to propose at that moment. So it seems no, like you were. So, I, I have so much to say to this, too, uh, to all the things that you mentioned, Tyler. I appreciate you being authentic. I'd uh, love to have you back on. I mean, to you, Brian, as well, when it comes to Jason and Johnny, I have things to say to that as well. I feel ultimately. We're gonna have to wait till part two with that. Uh, <laughs> ah, I Tyler, was about to say Tyler, something too. I was about Tyler, to say before, something too. Before we let you go, man, you you spoke yeah. on so much right there. Uh, you know, here on talking it out, uh, we got to get the gym for you, man. You seem to be have so much depth to you. Give us a gym before we let you go, man. Gym. All right, um, I got one for you. Something my grandfather always said: um, at the end of the day, no matter what, all you've got is your memories. Um, hold on to them, cherish them. Um, you know, all the valuable things you have in life, stuff like that. None of that matters. What matters the most is, you know, the memories that you make with people, the experiences that you have. And, you know, that's something that, you know, I've just had the most amazing experience of my life. And I have that for the rest of my life. And, you know, I might not have a wife at the end of the day, but I have experiences that are going to last with me forever. Absolutely. Amen, well, man. I'm sure uh, if, if you want a wife, you'll have a wife very soon. 
Hopefully yeah, one sure, day. We'll see. We'll I'm see. Sure, I'm sure, though, there's no shortage of DMs uh, going go, <laughs> taking place right now. And you're going to be your looking side. at this smile. But, oh, my God, girl. Did you see that mustache with that smile? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know whose voice <laughs> is that, but my bad. <laughs> but, Tyler, um, much love to you, man. And uh, just greatness and all that you do. Thank you so much. For I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. Guys. Thank, thanks so much for having me. How you feel, man? I feel good, man. I like Tyler. He's uh seems like a good guy, down to earth, you know, humble. Um then he seemed ready, man. He was all in. He was all in. Uh you know, obviously about everything everything he told Rachel on the boardwalk, I think he came from the heart with all that. And uh that's how you need to that's how you need to go into this whole process. You know what I mean? Like through hell or fire, whatever whatever it is, you're gonna put your heart on the on on the line. And sure. One of the things that could happen is you get your heart broken and that's what happened to him. But I think, like he said, he's going to learn from this. He's going to he's going to grow. He's going to get stronger and it's just going to make him a better suitor for some young lucky lady out there one day. I think that's going to help him to know and just be able to distinguish between what he's felt in the past and what being in love feels like. Yeah. Amen. Uh, Yeah. And and I say that because I'm not coming at him whatsoever. I just, you know, when you're in love with someone, I think it takes more than four weeks to get out of love with someone. And he mentioned that he's not in love with her no more. So that's why I kind of said that piece right there. I find that, and I'm just listening to Tyler. I think it was so great having him on. I think he's phenomenal. I think he's going to do great things. I think that not with age, but with maturity. Not with experience, but with maturity. You learn how to almost read past what someone tells you and go with the energy to go with, um, their mannerisms to go with their body language. There's other yeah. things and other factors that tell you how a person feels about you outside yeah. of their words. Because like, we both know there are times where you know the right thing to say. Yeah. You know the right thing to say, but like your body language and your energy will read off to that person in a different way. And that's just, I'll leave that with everybody right yeah. there. But I think that Tyler definitely has no trouble finding a wife. He wants a wife, he's gonna find a wife. Yeah. And I know, you know, I've been harping on the age thing, but yes, are there 35 year olds that are immature and you got a 26 year old that's ready to go? Yes, absolutely. yes, absolutely. I just, statistically speaking, I, statistically I would tend, speaking, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I would tend I would, to, to err on the side of the older, you know, correct. more experienced individual. 100%. Statistically, yeah. I am so on your side. Yeah. And on that note, We want to just thank everyone for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And a huge thank you to Tyler for being here. And listeners, do not forget, you can catch all new episodes of The Bachelorette every Monday night at 8 p.m. on ABC or Hulu. You know, we always love to hear your opinions, your stories, your insight. Please don't continue to hit us up on social at Talking About B as in Bachelor in as a Nation. Again, Talking About B in on IG. Love you guys. We hit 9,000 followers, so definitely kudos to you. We truly do read those things and pay attention and try to get better every single time. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And baby, don't DM me no more until you hit the subscribe. Love y'all.